Today's daf is daf lamed, and we begin a line down. It says Tani Reb Yoshaya. So we're discussing Mutza. So Nechil Shil Dvorin. This is a like a, a beehive. Um, it says Porsim Aleha Aleha the Sedin Bechamam in Achama or Begashamim in Agashamim. Now this is very interesting because the, the Gemara is going to assess now, saying Ma is this Kareb Goshmuel? So what we're discussing, we're taking something that is a normal kli and a metal tel. It appears from the pshat a metaltalit bishvil davar she'enu nital. If you recall, where we ended this year um, last year was whether you can. Uh, if it was a beis can I take a kli to place it on top of it? Okay. And Shmuel says, Rav and Shmuel said you can. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. Ma, is this exactly Rav and Shmuel? And if it is like Rav and Shmuel, then why do I need Rav and Shmuel if it's a mafurish brighter? So the Gemara says, no, we're talking about something completely different. We're not talking about placing it on top of this Michel Shildavorim, we're placing it underneath it. And the idea is, is this is this going to be a basis for Davar Asur? And the answer is, no, it's not, according to Rav Chaim, because we're assuming this Michel Shildavorim has Dvash inside it. Okay? And therefore, I can't, I'll read Rav Chaim, actually. He says, for example, Kogon Shibakaveret, I'm sort of jumping halfway down it. We're talking about this Kaveret somewhere in a tree. If it didn't have any honey, it would be completely asur. And because it would make it, this sadim would then be a basatla davar asur. And you know what? A mavata la klim Okay? Ella, it must be this dvash inside. Dvash it's, it's muta to put this sadim underneath it because it doesn't become a basatla davar asur. And therefore, there's nothing you can't learn anything from this case because there's in this nechil shudvor and this dvash, and therefore it's not considered the Barasur, or Tvar Asur, uh, the Mutar and Asur, it's not kind of Barasur, and therefore it's not related at all to the case of Rav and Shmuel, talking about whether you can to like Kli, Bishvil Davar, She'enu Nital. Okay? Let's do the next case, Rav Visna. No, 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 no. Please tell me, what is this case? You have you have a beehive? Yes. You place over it, you place under it a net? It sounds like you're playing some sort of sedin, some sheet underneath it. It... it why? Why should you do it? You do it on top, no? You went, wow, okay. Well, that's what, okay, that's that's what the Gemara assumed it to be. But it sounds like if it's in a tree, it might be shaded sufficiently, I don't know. And you need something underneath it to... to it's not oil. It's not oil reasons, not putting it on top of it. That's where Rav Chaim understands it. Rav Chaim understands you're placing it underneath it, and it's an issue of basis Ladavar Asur or not. Okay? Either and it was, says also, sorry, and it says the Gemara explicitly says, Okay, fine. But it says, can, it says, Kamila Malakamila Mata. That's the answer. That's where Rukhaim understands the Sugya. Okay. Uh, if you have a look, um, the uh, the carbonator, which you might prefer, he says, Kamila Mata, meaning this is, he says, Bepores Hasadina Gabanechil, Modrib Shimma Rebbe Deshari, Diacholit Lobachol Shashi Yurtse. Okay. However, kan milamalan, sorry, kan milamatan is bebeitza eno oser elishloi tenakli tachata beitza because for the uh, that. Uh, however, lishnabatra brings a different way of understanding it as well. However, again, but that's, that I don't want to confuse you with that because that's going to end up looking at the way korbanayan the sugya, which we haven't really addressed. But again, Rav Chaim understands that. Yeah, I understand it's a bit difficult to understand according to the wording because, but he understands kan milamata is talking about the chilshut dvorim. Okay. Um, but you're right. That I mean, I'm a Farshim to understand it in, in a, I guess, the way that saints come. That it would be in the mala. Okay. What, what the Corbin Aid also says it's 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 to shield it from the cold coming from the from the ground. But that's already something else. Uh, that's the next part. 
What did he say that? That's understanding the sugi differently because it's saying seems to be supporting Rav and Shmuel, whereas Rav Chaim, this is why we're going to get confusing if we if we keep pursuing this direction because this is a Rav Chaim understands it seems to be superfluous because he's saying exactly the same as Rav and Shmuel. Okay, but um, yeah, we're we're trying to stick to Rav Chaim here. And um, we'll get a bit stuck if we. Okay. Later. Okay. Rav Bizna b'shem Rav Yossi bar Chanina says Chafes Lasa Lasotot Asul Atatlan. Again, what exactly are these things? According to Rav Chaim, it's Chafes Yiriot. Okay, it's some Yiriot like curtains. Shemechasin it used to cover a svina. Because Sotot also also. Um, Kovareda understand the sotot. He says that's svina belashon nishmael. He understands in the same way. He understands chafe slightly different. That's shinim maftechot. But the chafe you've seen in lashon mishnayos in Masechta Kelim, it talks about the chafe or the key, right? The um the actual like the the the, the tooth of a key. That's chafe. Um, but in any event, it seems to be that something that's miuchad the tap such such a purpose, and therefore to be mukta. Okay. Again, the Moshe explains it differently as well. Uh, let's continue. Metzadatash have a preisa v'hadin v'hadin mishitarfan gushamsha. What happened is you had these nets, and they were in the sun and they were getting ruined by the sun. So after the shalom rav, the guy came and asked rav, "Ma'u metaltlan? Can I move them on Shabbat? Because mechamel itself type of thing." So Amalei chashvan alei matninun tochteu rishechun v'sharlochun metal telatan. Meaning, what you should do. You can move it letzarech gufo, meaning this is a, this it's mukta, and if you consider that if you machshev it to be nematinun to place some tachtun underneath your head rasheichun like a pillow, then you'll be able to move it. Okay, I'll, I'll just explain this here. It says Rav Chaim says chashvu aleim laten metzah tachar rasheim uses like a blanket, he's a metzah like a pillow or cushion under your head. Why the call klisha malachdol isu? Because this is a klisha malachdol isu. It's a net. You're not allowed to use nets to trap on Shabbos because it's a malacha. Your shari letalton. You can move it letzorach kufo. The classic case is grabbing a hammer to crack nuts. So he says, find a use for yourself on Shabbat that makes a letzorach kufo, and you'll be able to move it to salvage it. However, the next case is going to be different. Rav Yonah Rav Yossi salkun the sidra de Barula. They went to the uh, the base midrash of Ula to have a ravan taman. There was some sort of simcha he says happening there. That's where Rav Chaim explains it. And what happened was, there were Roshe Klunsiot, the, the tops of beams. And these beams don't have a Shem Kli at all. Atum, that's where the question is, we need space. Atum, Vishalom Lahun, Maulatatan, can I move them? So, Amar Lahun, Im Chashav de Malaymet, Mol Mutar. If you had some sort of Machshava from them before Shabbos, so that it wasn't Mutar, then you'd be able to move them. Im Love is not Mutar. Now, why is this case different? Because here, because it, it doesn't have a Shem Kli, it's not Mutar Machma Isulik Matal Tulatzor Kufo. Here it's what's called Muktza Machmat Gufo. It doesn't have a Shem Kli at all. Okay? So in that situation, unless you had Machshavah on it before uh, for Shabbos to use it or move it all for some sort of purpose, then it's Muktza Machmat Gufo and you wouldn't be able to move it at all. Okay? So Tan Rav Chalaf, the Bashmol, Muchin, these are these sort of tufts of wool. Shechashav Alemetmol, if you did have Machshavah regarding yesterday, we've been discussing these Muchin or the Gizet Tzemer. I'm not sure if they're exactly aligned, but I think they... They are. Here, according to his opinion, you would be able to move it. 
Now, what 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 this what we're going to do now, just so I, to, to feel like I'm reading out a shopping list to you, we're going to discuss many cases, and we're going to pull it all together at the end. You'll see the Gemara pulls it all together. In terms, of if you've ever got something that you would normally think is mukta, what type of thing? What do I have to do before Shabbos in order that I can move it or use it on Shabbos? Okay. So here, it's simply muhin, as long as you have machshab on it, it's sufficient. That's that's um sorry. So Tanri Biosi Ben Shaul, Savar Shok Korot, this is like a whole thing of beams. Shekhashab Alay Metmol. If you had Machshav alone, Machshav alone is sufficient to move it. This is a bit like we saw in the previous case with the Roshe Korot. So Rabbi Yossi says Bishem, he said in the name of Rav Khanina Bishem Rav Shmuel, Abirabiosi, sorry. And Rav Yaakov Bar Acha said that Rav Yaakov Bar Idi said Rav Khina Bishem said in the name of Rav Yossi, Bishem Rabbi Shmuel Bibiosi. Abba Shalcha Hava, he had this Shalcha. Shalcha is hides, right? Skins. Baba Amar Lanu, he told us, Kashrulachem Rosh Giziot, Vatamotim Natatla Machar. Tie them together, do a mesa. We'll see what the tying is in a moment, and you'll be able to move them tomorrow. What's Kashru? So I'll read you, uh, I'll read Rabbi Chaim. He says, Kashrulachem Rosh Harot, tie the, the eds, the heads, the edges, if you like, of these, these skins. The muhach melted the shiverot seba, because then you've done it's not just machshava, you need to do some sort of maisa that's mochiach that you want it to sit on, because they would use these hides to sit on. When we shum the svirale to buy maisa, you need a maase itself, not enough to do machshava, liach the neshiva, kiech the shat lishtar lishtar litiltal, in order to move it. Chizkiah mar, afilum malan. Malan, I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen this, remember this last one in Mishnahs and Shabbos, in terms of molel. Molel is a very loose stitching, the way Reb Chaim, sorry, the way um, the Corbinator explains that. And it says, even if it wasn't a proper, like, finishing a cleaf as yeshiva, even if it's just a, a, a mesa that's mochiach, that I want to have it sitting on, even if it's a loose type of stitching, that would be sufficient. Okay. So that discusses these hides. Next case. Rav Amar, chayot shigidan l'shiva. Chariot is chariot shodekel. These are palm branches, like the spine, if you like, of a, of a, of a lulav, that type of that hard wood. Um, fine, he says, and I think kashim keets, they're hard, like wood. They're shidro chilulav, shednaflu alim shalahem, karu chariot. So that's where the leaves have come off, and it's basically just the spine. So it's hard wood. It says, shigid an leshchiva, if they were cut, according to the first one, this is rough, if you cut them for sitting on or lying upon, you don't need any kishur. However, if you did it for construction, or halim, then you need Sarikh Kishu, you need some sort of tying. We have to understand what this tying is in a moment. Um, fine. However, Rav Abba Barchana says it doesn't make a difference. Either way, you need some sort of Kishur. However, Amrachis gave a lot dummy Kishran the Rav, Oalim the Kishran the Rav Abba Barchana the Kalim. So he says the Kishur that's required by Rav for if it was for Ohalim, cut for Ohalim. Is going to be much more than the kishur required of Abba if it's just for kalim, meaning for, if you did for shchiva. Why? Kishun drab ba'alim ad shikshurat kolakotzim. If I'm not sure if you've seen this, but um, the palm branches themselves, I mean, we discussed this before. You don't see it really in a lulav, but a proper palm branch, once it grows, there's all these very these kotzim, these these sharp thorns at the at the at the like towards the trunk, that area of it, not towards the top of it where the nice leaves are. They're very sharp. They're quite painful, actually, if they go into you. And so have the paralytic type of thing. And in, in, in anyway, that's that's a story, personal story for another time. Anyways, she kishura it's kolakotzin, and you have to tie them all down. Kishura, that, that, that you have to tie it down because you have to tie them back 
because otherwise, because according to Reb Chaim, he says Shanafshim Kadesh Yeruim L'Shchiva. You need a married fitful lying upon. The minister can be mashal L'Shchiva. About Kishur Debay Rav Abba, like the Gemara is continuing, that's a Kishur Koldo. That's enough that it has what's called uh, a Torah Kli. You just have to give it a a form of a Kli. And that's as we said, the Kishur Rav Abba Barchana Bekelim Achiyu Torah Kli. Okay. And it says, however, im at, and the Gemara continues, im at, im omer at, ad shikshor at hakotzim, in masa gadol mizeh. So I'll, I'll read your Rebbe Chaim. It says, the im at omer debai kishikshor at kol hakotzim, that's called Rav Abba, im ken ein lecha masa gadol mizeh, that's basically metakin nekli. Da'abakach metakin mamash l'shchiva. Because then mamash you're doing for shchiva. So what's the difference? So, opshita ein tzrich masa kokach, the coin to Rav Abba, who requires some sort of kishur, even if, if you cut it for shchiva, he obviously doesn't need it to mamashi finish the kli. Okay, so let's just not lose where we're up to. But when it comes to chariot, it doesn't matter what you cut it for, you've got to tie it down. According to Rav, it says if you cut it for lying down, you don't really need anything. If you cut it for ohalim, then you need mamash, uh, uh, more significant tying down to make it ruin the shchiva, like all the kotzim. Like deal with all those kotzim, all those thorns. So what we're saying now is that kishur for Abba Brachana, if you've cut it for kishira, is not the same, not that level of that Rav requires when you cut it for Ohalim. And he says, Ma'ata Rukhaimnitza Rav Abba Brachana is Machmir Adarab Bachada to buy kishur afgidu shriva. So we say Rav Abba Baracha says um, that he's more Machmir than his name is a kishira. He's more Machmir than the Rav because if it went in the case where you cut it for shriva, however, it's more Mekil Bachada. Meaning, in the case where the person cut a voalim, he doesn't require such a tikkun that Rav does. Okay? In other words, it's just because it's the same type of kishur that you require both, no, no matter what you cut it for. Okay, that's regarding wood. Let's not lose the focus. So we're seeing already, there's already uh, some sort of um, a forming uh, different, and uh, our map of opinions. You'll see this whole map come, at, come up in a moment. I'm not going to spoil the surprise. But um, the, in a moment, of all the different opinions, how they're sort of mapping out what I actually need to do. Let's continue. So Rav Yaakov Bar Idi B'Shem Rav Yonatan says, So we've gone a bit of a tangent for a moment. It says, She should never miss a day in the base of Midrash. Why should I come up on I mean, This question was asked so many times in the base of Midrash. Regarding Arivat Hayarden, which is a type of boat, and it says, raft boat. The question was, is Arivat Hayarden seems to be Tamer. And normally, when you come to boats, they're not Tamer. Now, this we'll learn later in the Mishnah, later on in this in, in this Masech, the Masech the Shabbos, that because it's, Rabbi Kiva says that why are boats not susceptible to Tomah? Because of the Pasuk, we see in Mishlei, Derech Onia Belev Yam. And the answer is, my Yam Tower, just as the ocean is Tower, so too is a boat Tower. Okay? But Amar Adam, no could understand why this um, the Arivat Yarden, this small sort of Yarden boat, seems to be an exception to that rule. Until Rabbi Chinnam and Antigonus came on, you'll see why Rabbi Chinnam and Antigonus is, is important. He says, um, He was Dorish, and he said, Why is it to me? Because it, what would happen with this Arivati Yarden, it seemed to be a small type of raft, that what would they would do, they would fill it up with produce and they'd take it onto the land. So according to Rav Chaim, that's enough to say, ah, the Pasuk of Oni Abelav Yam doesn't apply to it because it comes on the land. Okay? However, according to Korban Eida, fits into another concept we've seen before. And that is, when it comes to Kli'etz, it's because the Torah makes a Hekesh between Kli'etz and Sak, Kli'etz and Sak, that just as a Sak is, male, is Mitalta Maleva Reikam, it can be 
moved about both full and empty. So to create its own acceptable tumma if it can be moved both full and empty. That's where we learn the idea that if it's sufficiently large, it's not susceptible to tumma. So because this small raft is metaltel, malever akam, they would take it onto land and carry it in such a way with all the produce on it, therefore it's susceptible to tumma. That's the way the Kurbanator explains it. It says, Vodavar acher, Darash, another thing that we're Dorish in the base Midrash, importantly, this is Rabkhina ben Nabtigris, is going to be on our map soon. It says, Darash ben kishu. He also holds very much like we saw before, that the uh, Chariot, they need some sort of kishu, some sort of tying up together, irrespective of what it was tied, what it was uh, cut for. So we now we ask, since we mentioned the case of these boats, we mentioned one second. Heitivun, hare nidaire da ashkalon. Now, the, the, these nidaire ashkalon are all type of boats, so it would also bring onto the shore. It seemed to be, you'll see in a moment, they're more banked onto the shore. So Amrav Yitzhak Baralazar says, Shniya he don't worry about those. That's not a kasha. They're not susceptible to Tuma, even though they come onto the land, because because they also come fully onto the land, the sort of banks against the water and because uh, banks against the shore, and because some of it's in the sounds, some of it's in the land and some of it's on the side. Um it's two Zalat and Rukhaim, in Motino Legamrali Abasha, then the Pasuk of Oni Abeleviam still, Derech Oni Abeleviam still applies. Okay, let's continue now, sort of uh, all the different cases. If I let us continue. So, Atad Rabbah Barchana Krebchanina. Now, it's already Rabchina because it's a Maisra Rabchina, which, and it's really Rabbi Yonatan's opinion of, of what Rabchina required. So, let's have a look. This case is the Marav Chenina, Olin Hayinu Im Rebi, we're in Lechemachamagrar. That's a place. He said to us quickly, Go choose, select some stones. This is before Shabbos, and you'll be able to you'll be able to move about to the next day. So let's have a look. What does this mean? Rebbe Zira says, The Kardom is like an axe. So Achi Kardem is, uh, let me just get the last one. He says, Achi Satatem, you sort of use a Mesatem, you sort of get a hammer to it, and you Chip away any of the mud and the afar and ometit, uh, and that makes a ra'uli yeshiva. Okay, so it's not mamash turning into a seat. It's some sort of, some sort of like ma'aser uh, mu'at we call it, like a, some sort of ma'aser that um, it's not a ma'aser koldehu, but it's a it's a significant ma'aser. However, achiyev shaf shef is the next opinion. Achiyev shaf shef seems to be if you, uh, that's chavraya amar shaf shef. That's more of a ma'aser. Okay, tvei merkadon. But Tzipurai Amri Adji Yachshov, you don't have to do anything to it. You just have to consider it says, I'd like to use those things. Machshava Ba'am is enough. And Rabbi Yochanan says, Adji Ya'alem Torakli. It's not that turn it into a Maisek, a Torakli. It has to have a Torakli. Because Rabbi Chaim says here, the Maisek called Usag. It's not sufficient to have some sort of just, some sort of Maisek. Adji Ya'alem Torakli. Okay? Now what we see here, before we get to the sort of summary that brings this all together, is the first point is, Rav, if you recall, Rav Abba Barahava said you need, to, so you need to do a kishur for this chariot. That seems to align with Rav Yochanan that says here that you need, some, you need to do some sort of maisa that gives it a, that gives it a tarkli, that some sort of maisa called it. Okay, fine. Now let me share with you the sheet to sort of tie this all together. Um, and thank you for your patience with the sugya. If you have a look here, these are all the different cases we've seen going downward. The chariot, Sheldeke, we talked about chariot, the different opinions. We've talked about the avanim. We've talked about the shlachim. We've talked about the hides, what you have to do, the kishro, Yossi. we talked about the tzavar shakor, this whole, the whole pile of beams. We also talked about the muchin. These are all the cases we've saw. I've uh, listened, unfortunately, not in order. 
But what, you, what, what the Gemara is going to do is start aligning exactly all these different opinions across all these cases in terms of what was required. Is it a Maisa Kolshuhu? Do I need a Maisa Gamor? Do I need um, a, a, like a, just a Machshava alone is enough? Or we'll see there's one another, the final opinion that we saw in the stones was the case of the Chavrai, the actually Natikun Mamashli Shiva. I need to basically form it into something that's really Shiva. So let's see how it all aligns together. So Eshkach, Rav Chana Bar Abba. So actually, Rav Chaim Rav says you should read Rav Abba Bar Chana. V'Rav Yochanan, V'Rav Yonatan Achada. So you have to look, now we can go downwards. All three of them say, Gitzagim Maisa Shekol Shehu. Because Nechariot Sheldekel, he says, all you need to do is just sort of tie it together. Sort of tying. In the case of Chariot Shegidan Shechiva, we just saw that Rav Yonatan said, Nebrav Chinyah Ben Atigunos, he says, Kishur as well is sufficient. In the case of Avanim, Rabbi Yochanan was a shita that says, I need to have some sort of to'ar kli. Okay? So, sorry, that is, that is the, um, that is the, those three opinions aligned. Next, we'll go down the next column. We've got Rav, Rav Zira, Rabbi Shmal, also the Chada. They hold the same line. They need a Maisa Gamur. Because in the Chariot, Shigidam Ohalim, Rav says, I need a Yikshor Kola Kotzim, I need a more substantive Maisa. With a case of Avanim, the stones, Rav Zira says, I need Yikardom. I need to chip away, actually, at the mud and the, and the soil that's around it. It needs a Maisa Gamur. And the case of the Shlachim, if you recall, it needs to be tied. And you, have to, you need to do a Maisa on a Maisa Gamur that shows this is for Yeshiva. Next group of Shittot, going again left. Meaning, what's this? These, these, those three shitot, they said you only simply machshavah alone. The tzipurai said badavanim, all they needed to do was just allocate what they wanted to use for those stones. In the case of tzavar shokorot, he says it was sufficient to say machshavah. And the case of muchin as well, if we saw this tafs of all, he says as long as you machshiv it for use, that's what, that was very early on in the shir today, that would be sufficient. However, chavraya late lehemzun. Now the chavraya were the one that says, you, when it came to the stones, it says, ashi Achef Chef was a much more substantive match than Achef Kardem. It wasn't just chipping away a little bit. Imamash had to fashion it in some sort of clay, some sort of seat in order to be using it on Shabbos for these stones. I think it's, this is, I, I think this, the way this suga closed is beautiful because it takes it almost like, as I said to you, like a whole shopping list, almost like what appeared to be a mess of opinions across all of the sugas, and then also sort of grouped it together so we can understand that really, all these different opinions we saw across all the different cases fall into really four different categories. And again, is it a Mesa Kosho do I need? Do I need a Mesa Gamur? Or is it Machshava sufficient? Or we have this uh, edge opinion of the Chavraya that says, no, you actually need to turn into a proper Kli. You need the Achi of Shafshan. Okay, fine. Let's now let's look at the next Mishnah. This is talking about Atmana, back to the case of Atmana. That if you didn't, let me stop the share. If you didn't um, cover it over in Duatmana before Shabbos, even Hevel, then you cannot do it on Shabbos itself. Okay. Um, now, how if it got covered over and then uncovered, then you can cover it back over. And then it says, There what I can do, I can take a jug of water and to keep it cold, I can place it under. A, either a pillow or under a blank uh, mattress. Okay. Now the Gemara says, "Not lumi beodyom, machzirom beodyom." Not now. This this relates to what we saw previously, and um, you see how important this is again. This going over it again now. 
And we, we visit again almost in another few lines in the Gemara. It says, if you take it off, take it out of Hatmana, then you can make it out if you take it out, you can make You can put it back in the Hatmana. In other words, if it was insulated into Shabbos, you took it out of insulation, you put it back in again, then, be, then you'd be able to, and you'd be able to put it back in again. However, what if you took it out of the insulation and then the Shabbos came in, can you put it back in again? Okay. Now, the reason why this is very similar to the case of where I hesitated is we saw previously regarding the case of Shehiyah. We had the same question. If you took it off and put it on before Shabbos, took it off, and if you're bridging it to Shabbos, can you put it back on again? And there, in that sugi, we had two ways of understanding what the continuation was. Was it left as a she'ela, or was, it, was there a tshuva? So we have the same thing happening here. It says that Rabbah B'Shem Rabbi Huda says, imit kalkala guma asura. Now, what does that mean? Now, what it seems to be, I'll read Rav Chaim, because there's two ways to understand what's happening here. Oh, I just saw the time. Sorry. I will um, try and speed up a little bit. Rav Chaim says, I just, just had outside in the interest of time. He says, what are we saying? Either it's left of a question, and this is a whole new thing. This whole new thing is, is if you take something out of the uh, out of doing Hatmana on Shabbos, then you're not allowed, then you're allowed, and, and then did Kal Kel, the insulating thing, it was Nid Kal Kel, then you're allowed to put it back again. Why? Because if the whole structure came apart, it's as if you're doing Hatmana Mamash Merosh. Okay, let's say it was in Muchin. You took it out. The Mukhin fell apart. We're assuming it, maybe Mukhin's not the best example because you've got issues of Mukta there. But your Hatmana material will collapse. Then it's as if you're putting it and you can't put it back in again on Shabbos because it's as if you do Hatmana all, all over again. However, some people say that no, this is the answer to the question that we said initially. The question was if it was unwrapped, I'm sorry, I took it out of my Hatmana on Erev Shabbos. Can I put it back in on Shabbos? The question is it depends if it was the, the sort of insulating sort of. Uh, pocket you made collapsed or not. Okay, that's the one of the way I've explained it to you is a reversal of what Ruchaim explains it because he says it actually may. And then, by the way, the conclusion of that that way it, it would be that that would only be a problem for collapse if it was go- if you took it out on Arab Shabbos into Shabbos. But if it on Shabbos you took it out of insulating material and it collapsed, you'll be able to insulate another problem. Okay, so it's a massive nafkamid between those two ways of understanding it. Meaning, according to the the way I, I explained initially, that it's really mamash left as a question then even on Shabbat, you could only put something back in its insulating wrapping is if the structure of which it was wrapped around hasn't collapsed. Because if it collapsed, even if you took it out on Shabbat, you wouldn't be able to put it back in again. However, Rav Chaim says quite clearly, says it's left as a question, as you'll see in a moment. Let's continue. Mikira lakira mutar. Meaning, if you left something on Shabbat on one stove and you took it off, you'll have to put it on a different kira. Why? Minha, minha, hu, demar, which saw previously. Rav Hashem Reb Hoshaya says, I used to I used to attend with sinners before at Rebchia The water used to happen, I used to take things off the stove and take it from downstairs to upstairs for providing water and I put it back on the stove. So you can say you can in other words you'll do Khazara. Omar and Marib Yirmiya Brebi Shmuel says, I feel Makira Shehevlum water lakira shehevle muraba mutar. Not only can you put it onto a different stove, you're allowed to even put it on a stove who's when you're doing Putting, uh, doing chazara, you know, meaning putting something back, it can even be one whose heat is even greater. That would be a problem. Now, mekira litmeina asur, mitmeina lakira asur. Despite the fact something was tamun on Erev Shabbos in Devash in Musif Hevel, you're allowed to put it back in its hatmana. Or something was on the stove into Shabbos, you're allowed to put it back. You're not allowed to do, it doesn't work either way. You're not allowed to put from mekira litmeina or mitmeina lakira. That's asur. What about mitmeina litmeina? What about from one atmana to another atmana? 
Okay, and that we leave as a question. Despite the fact we said from one kira to another kira you're allowed to do chazara, from tmeina to tmeina, from one insulating material to another insulating like insulation instance, if you like, you know, that's left as a question. What happens? Nit galami beod yom mechasel What if it was uncovered? Before Shabbos, obviously, before Shabbos, you'll have to rewrap it. Nitkala mechashecha, if it became a cover, this insulation mechashecha, mechasel mechashecha. What nitkami below yom, bikidesha alabayom. What if it was uncovered before Shabbos and then Shabbos comes in? Can you cover it over again? Here, you clearly see it's left as a question. Okay, let's continue. Tani ain't tomlim chami mechashecha. I'm not allowed to do hatmana from once Shabbos comes in, right? As we said before. Even you can add, you, if something's already had mana and it wasn't sufficient, you can add as many layers as you like, more blankets, for example. Okay? So the, now the Gemara says, um, even if your hatmana you didn't initially was just even a small mapa, something very thin, that would be sufficient. He says, no, okay, you can mana, but something that's at least being it has to be effective. It says everything helps. Even a small handkerchief has some sort of effect. Why? Because he says it's true what he says. Because if someone gets a martuta, according to carbonator, it's like a smartut. Like even if someone gets a shmata, a thin, worn out material, and puts on his head in the cold, even that's effective. So now even a, even a small mapa would be sufficient. If, the, if somebody had demanded to, uh, prior to Shabbos with it, for you to then add more insulating material onto this thing on Shabbos itself. Let's continue. Now, this relates to the debate we saw previously. Can I do Atmana um, to uh, keep things cold? Okay? Okay? So, um, what's interesting here, what would be the problem with it? So, the problem would be, what I see this before, um, is that Shemiat min be yeah? It's a carbonator says says bishvul shatafik zinato. You wanted to make it colder. The gazrina atumat amad lechamim because according to carbonator that mana was out of concern. You would actually if I lay hat mana for cold things, I might end up doing hat mana for hot things. Okay. However, Rabbi Rabbi is matir. Now, if you recall, we saw this was actually a debate previously at a few daf ago regarding um, like sin of the cold things. And that, that was related to the uh, debate in terms of what's wrong with you at mana, and we said it either was because of chashad or midrash. And the nafgamid in that case was like hatmana was something cold. But let's just uh, put that, as, let's just sort of pack that for the moment. But anyway, it says, Hey, Tib Shmuel, Bar Abba, Rav Shmuel says, Al Hadek Admaita. says, Vatana, what are you talking about? It says, Our mission says you can you can actually take something cold and insulate it on Shabbos to keep it cold. So why are you saying that's that's uh, Chachamim say it's also? How does that work? And we say so Ella Karebi, Rabbi Matir. You want to say Amish is Shita Rebi and Rebi's Matir? So he says, No. Kan Short. What's this mean? Reb Chaim says, if you're doing hatmana for a short, minute, short amount of time, everyone agree if it's something to keep something cold for a short period of time, then it's not a problem. What's the plugda? That's when the machloket of Rebbe and Chachamim is regarding. Okay? And that's why our Mishnah must be talking about Zman Mu'at, so it's not uh, taking one side of the debate, and it's not a stira against this, um, in this, right? They're presented as a machloket. 
Okay, fine. Hadran lach perek b'me'atomnim. Hadran lach perek b'me'atomnim. Hadran lach b'me'at. Sorry, perek b'me'atomnim. Mitzvah We pick up from the b'me'ah behemayotzed tomorrow. Hold.